You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network Best of Episode. So Jeremy's trying to sabotage the show by playing music out of uh, of turn because the top five dead or alive segment was supposed to be the third segment. Because hey, listen, we're supposed to be off this week. This <laughs> is not that's my true. fault. That's true. That's true. But because because I'm such a talented individual rampage, I'm gonna go in impromptu without preparation and do the top five dead or alive for this week. So what well, kind of prompted this top five dead or alive? They've been. We, we talk about sneakers a lot on this show, and it's a hip-hop and a sports talk show. You can't really do hip-hop and sports without really getting into the sneaker culture and the graffiti culture. There's so many other things that are that are parallel to, to hip-hop and the community and how it intertwines with sports. So I'm going to ask Jeremy to just cue up any random music that, that he can cue up. I'm going to do a top five dead or alive. This is on my favorite five kicks now recently we've had the the nike fear of gods come out we had the concords come out jordan's releasing a whole lot of stuff so so rampage i want you to chime in as a new yorker i know that you guys y'all wear tims to bed y'all play ball in tims y'all walk uh y'all get on the train in tims but i don't know if i don't know if new yorkers are really into sneaks are you crazy so i want you, you must be well, that's crazy. why i want you to talk about you it that's, that's why you're on the show so i want to know what do the rude boys in brooklyn where you from what what do y'all what do y'all rock so my my number five the magic johnson converse sneakers now this is a personal story when i was a kid the first job that i had i was like nine years old i worked over the summer and you're nine years old. You're doing little odd jobs and stuff like that. I saved up $45. And back then, it was $45. You had the Berg Converse sneakers that were black. And then you had the Magic Johnson Converse sneakers that were that were purple and yellow. And I saved up my money an entire summer as a nine-year-old and got those Magic Johnson sneakers. And I took good care of them. I, I switched the laces out all the time. I was constantly cleaning them because I had worked for them. Those, those are my fifth favorite sneaker of all time number four which i have a pair of these the south beach lebron eights when lebron left cleveland and went to miami and he went he got on the float with Dwayne wade and chris bosh and, and they were coming in lebron sent out and he kind of started uh putting together packages with the South Beach colors, Rampage. And the South Beach colors, I don't know if you're familiar with those, but that's the teal and the pink and the black. You see I know the, what they You are. see the Miami. Miami actually changed their uniforms to the South Beach colors, which are perhaps the dopest uniforms in the NBA. The right. South Beach 8s are one of the most rare and difficult shoes to find. You can't, they haven't re-released them. You got to find them on eBay. They're going to cost you quite a bit of money. I was able to, to talk somebody down and bid on them. But I've seen South Beaches go for $1,500. Right. Like they could go for up to 1500 if you right. don't have a good connect or a plug to get you those shoes. Those are my fourth favorite sneak of all time. Number three. Yeah. 
This is when it really started to get real. The Jordan 3s in the black with the elephant print. Now, I've never owned a pair of Jordan 3s in the black. I've had several white pairs and I have a gray pair. But that original Jordan 3, that's the that's the that's the Spike Lee video. No Mars. Jordan, if you remember that, uh, just the black. This is right around the time when Jordan was wearing these when he was going to battle with the Lakers and going to battle with uh, the Detroit Pistons. To me, those black ones are just extremely special. There are a lot of Jordan line shoes that you could say are in that elite class, but in my opinion, those number three blacks. They're, they're kind of low top. They're really not for playing basketball. I don't know if you played basketball back in the day, Rampage, but they're not really a basketball playing shoe. Uh, people that, that follow Jordan know the shoes that he balled in were made and constructed differently than the shoes that people like me and you get in the public. Because his shoes, they look good, but they kind of fall apart. Like, you can't really hoop in those joints. Right. But those are, my, those are my third favorite. The second favorite, and I don't know if they rock with these up in the NY. I'd never seen people wear these in the NY. The Royal Blue Penny Foam Posits. Mm. Now, that has a lot to do with here in Arizona. I'll tell you why. The first time I saw a pair of Royal Blue Penny Foam Posits, who did I see them on? They weren't Penny Hardaway. They were on Mike Bibby as he was winning a championship for the University of Arizona against Kentucky way back in 1997. Uh, Mike Bibby uh, and all of those guys on on the team used to rock those royal foam posits uh, during the NCAA tournament. I'm a big foam posit fan. I have a lot of pairs of foam posits. They spawn. Those are real hot in D.C. I don't know if they're a big hit in New York City, but the foam posits are, are to me those royal ones the original royal foam posits which also are very difficult to get I have a pair of them but they're old and they're worn right. um, but they're still a classic so, I, so I, I throw them boys on once a year and get some looks while I'm walking around the airport or something like that Right, and then the final ones Rampage I got them I got them in my hand these are these are the best shoes those in my opinion there, buddy. these are the best shoes in my opinion not just sneakers but shoes to ever grace the history of this earth in my opinion and those are the 11 Jordan Concords um, the the 11 Jordan Concords are so beautiful you could get married in them joints um, the the white with the patent leather you could wear them with a tuxedo you mm. could wear them on the court if you if you were a hooper mm. you could wear them to parties you could wear them courtside if you're at a Suns game um, mm. it's just you want to talk about they call them the grails on the street it's the holy mm. grail it's uh, <laughs> literally the holy grail the holiest of holies um, I couldn't afford a pair of these when I was young now shout out to my boy James Clark uh, who's probably listening back in New York City when I was in college rampage what would happen is our parents would send us money to get books and my boy my boy James Clark and my other boy Kwame that I grew up with in Columbus, Ohio, they would take the book money and then they would go get these 11s. So they had they had all the fresh kicks. I wasn't that dude. My parents, they didn't they didn't send me money like that. I didn't have those opportunities. So I was wearing the busted kicks back in college. But, you know, now I'm an adult and stack a little bit of cheese for myself. I can go out and have a second childhood and, and get these 45, these grills. So that 
in my opinion, you're talking about the the five best sneakers in the history yeah. of of tennis shoes. What do you think, man? What did you grow up wearing back in the day in New York? Like, what was hot to you? Well, the first Jordans, the first Jordans that ever came out, I got a pair of those. So the ones, Cat, the very the ones, the, the retro original ones, ones. Okay. the retro ones. I just bought some retro twos a couple of days ago. I got about a thousand pair of sneakers I haven't wore. Anytime I travel, I buy some fresh pair of sneakers. I'm always a fresh dude. New York, Timberlands, Jordans, classic sneakers I had, Patrick Ewins. Oh, the Ewins was hot. The, 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 the blue, orange, and white. Got those. Got a fresh pair of You got to bring those into the studio. And I got the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Adidas. I didn't even know that he had a shit. What? And I got the Stan Smiths. I'm telling you, these are I don't even know what the Stan Smith is. Stan Smith is the Stan Smith, the green and whites, the official color. I got the official Pumas, the red suede, the blue suede, official Pumas, classic. So classic. Hold down. up, hold up. The first Air Force Ones, the Dunks, the Flights. Uh, what else was was crazies? Uh, uh, the Hibachis. I got some Gucci. You talking about the Harachis or Hibachis? the Hibachis? I call them Hibachis, Harachis, okay. whatever. I got like five colors of those. That's that's real fresh. You have to do the show for me, man. Man, at some they point, call man. me Toe Game Fresh because my Toe Game is super fresh. I just went to Nike a couple days ago, and I got some, and I got some Air Force Ones. I ain't never seen nobody oh, have. have to have. They turn have have colors. You're not. You're not. They don't messing, want it. You're not messing you don't with my shoe game. I don't, don't care. Want, I don't, don't care if you're a multi-platinum me. artist. It doesn't not, matter. Look at the sneakers I got on right now. We got. Look at the sneakers. We're gonna argue over the break, but we got it. We'll be back after these messages. Last day radio network. Look at these. You never seen these ever. Paragon Seven Studios. Mr. McDowell. What is it, sir? I was wondering, did you happen to catch the professional football contest on television last night? No, I didn't. Oh, it was most exhilarating. The Giants of New York took on the Packers of Green Bay. And in the end, the Giants triumphed by kicking an oblong ball made of pigskin to a big H. It was a most ripping victory. Son, I'm just going to tell you this one time. Yes, sir. You want to keep working here. Stay off the drugs. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. Ate off like the assassin, now I'm blasting, I'm taking over. Stick you for your blue range rover. I told you, Rampage, your real life soldier. Been in the game since the age of 13. James Lewis. Dwelling south of the Hudson, New Jerusalem in seclusion. Uh, Using fake pseudonyms, yeah. I'm true. Bad, my travels like a schizo with two tabs with do-rags hanging from my pocket. Huh. What, boy? You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. At Industrious, we don't want anything to get between you and your great day. That's why our private offices and suites come with everything you need to safely connect with your teammates in person or over Zoom so you can make every day a great one. Go to industriousoffice.com. Enjoy a great day at Industrious on us when you book a tour at industriousoffice.com. You don't know me. Probably never will. But I need you to do something for me. Something that could literally change everything. You'll never get a thank you card. And yet, I need you to do it. And if that weren't enough, I need you to do it as soon as you are able to. If you do this for me, I'll do it for you. And for every single person you love. Deal? 
This is our shot to leave COVID behind. Paragon, Paragon 7, 7 Studios. Studios. bit of little brother minstrel show see that's Rampage. classic right this there. is this I is like probably classic. one of the more slept on albums i know that this this came out on the back end of the source era crazy and got four and a half mics so it almost got five mics made me want to run we, hit we, the balls we, to... we, we talk <laughs> oh about we talk about some of the super producers in Everybody. the in the history of hip-hop and we talk about Premiere all the time. We talk about Pete Rock. But you got to put Knife Wonder in the building. Knife Wonder. Oh, that's my amazing brother. On, amazing on the production. I spoke to him a couple weeks ago. So you need to get Knife on the show, too. He's on the, he's, he's on the new Flip Mode uh, album, too. He's, oh, nice. I didn't, I didn't know that. Knife, just a, a, a ridiculous producer with the, with the soulful beats. Both Tay, both Fonte and Big Pooh are underrated lyrically, especially Fonte. Fonte is really, really nice on the mic. These dudes are from Durham. So a little, People a little don't different, understand a little that. different flavor. Drake got his style from Fontaine. I didn't know from that. Little brother. So you know, you know yeah. the back end. Of he, the got his, he got his, he got his, swag. Are you from saying he's brother. a ghost? You said he's a ghostwriter? No, no, he got his swag. He got swag from, from little okay. brother. That's all he was listening to. I didn't know that coming into the game. Yep. I can see that. Actually, when I'm thinking about Drake's cadence, I can see some similarities between him and Fontaine. But want to shout out little brother. Big up, big Mr. up to hip hop in general. Just the whole hip hop community. Definitely, definitely. You know what I mean? As we close, at a at an interesting, this is a this is a different topic. We don't talk about local sports, so I always get DMs saying, "Hey, why don't you talk about anything that's going on in Phoenix?" Now, I'm not from Phoenix, and I don't really care about what's going on in Phoenix. If I had to sit and watch Phoenix sports 24 hours a day, I wouldn't do this show. I wouldn't be able to stand You're it crazy, because man. because You're nobody, <laughs> from my experience, people are not from Phoenix. People come here from L.A. They come right. here from Chicago. They come here because they want to live somewhere where it's nice. I wouldn't want to live anywhere else, but there's not. It's not like New York. It's not like Atlanta. It's not organic. I don't LA. see a lot of. It's not like Chicago. I don't, it's not like LA. I don't see the organic sports fans. So the owner, and I know we don't have a whole lot of time left. The owner of the Suns is considering moving the Phoenix Suns from Phoenix to either Las Vegas or Seattle, and. They want to do a $230 million renovation of, of Talking Stick Arena down in downtown Phoenix. Bye. And, exactly. <laughs> see you. Jeremy, see, at my job, like, bye. A, a, occasionally people get tickets. My job will give out tickets for people to, to go to Suns games. You can't give away those tickets. It's like people, people are like, hey, James, do you want to go to a son's game on the company's dime? Nah, I'll go home and I'll just pop some popcorn and watch Netflix at the crib. It was free because the sons are so reprehensibly bad. And Jeremy, they I don't want, want them in to this, leave. In this package, two thirds of it is supposed to be paid for with taxpayer right, that's, money. That's my problem. I don't problem. want to pay yeah, for taxpayer no, money. Are you crazy? Thing. Why would I give a billionaire? $150 million in taxpayer money to put a team that's going to win 15 games on the floor. I just I just don't understand that conceptually. It's just mind-boggling. I so don't – they can't these, – these teams um, that are making so much money, they continue to try to hold the communities hostage by doing this Well, we'll right. leave. You pay for our stuff. It's like you – at some point – and I'm hopefully it's Phoenix. I don't want the Suns to leave. I want Robert Sarver to leave. That guy is, yeah, a, is a trash owner. Terrible. But mm-hmm. – um, 
I don't want them to leave, but a community needs to stand up and finally say, you know what? No, we're not going to be held hostage. Right. We're not going. It's not going to come out of our pockets. It needs to come out of your pockets. Right. Absolutely. So that just. I just, agree. Wasn't there was there's amount there's an amount that he is paying though, right? Wasn't it like I saw something about eighty? Yeah, he's gonna pay eighty million dollars, but it's it's his it's team, not. Ray. It's not it's not it's not the local city's team or the team. You don't have a share of of the team that you own. I want to make some calls then. If if I, I gotta pay share. money, then I need to make some help make some decisions because <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing. I, I just think I always play the villain when I'm I was. I'm gonna tell y'all something real. I'm not giving them nothing. Right. Well, if they pass that tax, you're not going to have no choice. It's going to be part, oh, yeah, of, it's be. Be part of sales tax. So every I'm time not from when here. you go and tow game, fresh I'm it co- up, unless I'm, you unless you go to Foot Locker in another state, you're going to be paying that sales tax. Well, Mr. Tow Game go, Fresh, I will go to New York and L.A. Yeah. And buy your kicks. I will buy my sneakers right. where I normally buy my sneakers some, somewhere in Fordham, Fordham Road in the Bronx, where people right, are fresh, where there's one DJ BX. had to pass the test. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm just going to say, I, I don't have no problem ripping the locals what up, on, on radio. I did that when I was in Philly. Phoenix is a unique city. The truth of the matter is, I've never lived in a city like Phoenix where the downtown was not the center of the city. The, what's popping is out in Scottsdale. That's where everything's popping. That's where all the five-star That's restaurants the clubs are. are in Scottsdale. The best clubs in towns are in Scottsdale. The best mm. spas are in Scottsdale. If anything, they need to build the arena in Scottsdale and move everything from downtown out to Scottsdale. Yeah, they build in the then white castles a, Then you have an elite in franchise. Scottsdale. Next to them, next to them carved houses in Camelback Mountain. That's where everything is popping to me from what I've White seen Castles in my two years. It's uh, coming <laughs> to Scottsdale. I will be there. You talking about White Castles? You talking about White Castles like yeah. Harold and Kumar White Castles? White Castles will be in I Scottsdale. Can't, I can't wait, man. I can't wait. Man. They don't have White Castles here? No. no. Do they have That's Christmas not a West here? Coast thing. Nope. Huh? Nope. Zero. Man, what's wrong with you, people? That's not Listen, a West Coast thing. It's not, but I'm in, I'm in Scottsdale. They got one in Vegas though. I'm, they're gonna I'm, put a they're gonna put I a white castle yep. in Scottsdale. They putting a white castle next to the next to the Scottsdale. next to the spot is like eight hundred dollars. It hour. don't matter. <laughs> it don't matter. I'm up, I'm up in that piece. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. We begin searching for ways to not only feed, not only bridge the access to food, but how can we fight disease? Quite naturally, that required, it was a must that we figure out how to get fresh produce, crisp greens, leafy greens, and fruits and herbs and vegetables directly to the front door of those families that needed it the most. And so, we finally come out with a solution. And we call that Full Cart Fresh. We have teamed up with some of the the greatest people in America, our American farmers. And through working with a collaborative of farmers across multiple states, we have created Full Cart Fresh. So imagine this, you're at a farm, the produce is picked and prepared, and it's boxed in a Full Cart Fresh box at the farm and then through our shipping and logistics uh, program we ship directly from the farm directly to the front door of the most vulnerable families in america 
We have got families and seniors and children around the country who are hungry and as well as hungry are really managing and coping with serious illnesses and diseases. So come along, help us. Help Feeding Children Everywhere through our Full Cart program and the launch of our new Full Cart Fresh. Help those families in need. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmode Squad. The construction Tims are classic in Philly they and are. New York. They are. Connecticut. James Lewis. Never been to Connecticut, man. Connecticut, Jersey, you're definitely from Uptown, New York. You're definitely Manhattan, from New York if you Harlem. shout it out Connecticut. You're listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Hey yo, listen, check this out, man. I got a I got a Donald Trump story, man, I want to tell you guys, man. Can man, I go. tell you all my Donald Trump story? Go. go. Keep it 100. Right, Uncensored. Check this out, right? Check this out. There was a time, right, when Planet Hollywood first opened up on 57th Street, adjacent from the Hard Rock, um, the, the Hard Rock uh, Cafe on, on 57th. So here I am. I'm, I'm sitting inside of Planet Hollywood, and me, Angie, and my kids are eating. So this man walks over to me with this little boy, and he says, excuse me, sir. I don't know who you are, but my son here, he's going absolutely crazy over you. Can you please give him your autograph? I wow. said, okay. So I said, so what's your name? He said, my name is Donald. So I said, okay, to Donald, best wishes, flavor, flavor, this and that, that and this. And so the guy said, thank you. And they walked back to their table. When they walked away, Angie said to me, Blade, do you know who that was? I said, no. She said, that was Donald Trump. Wow. I said, Donald Trump? Wow. Who's Donald Trump? I don't know no Donald Trump. She said he's the richest man in, in, in New York, Blade. He helped to build the bridges and everything. He has a lot that, of clubs. That wasn't true. I said, well, yo. Hey, yo. When I said, yo, well, my name is Flavor Flav, and I got a lot of clouds, too. You know what I'm saying? So can y'all remember when Howard Stern had this movie called Private Party? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Okay, well, check this out. They were doing the premiere of Private Parts at Madison Square Garden. And, and as I was going to the premiere, I see Donald Trump on the corner of 31st Street and 8th Avenue by the garden. I walked over to him. I said, with excitement, hey, how you doing, Mr. Trump? He looks down at me and says, not now. I said, wow. but my name is Flavor Flake. He said, not now. I said to him, yo, I'm the one that gave your son Donald an autograph and, and a friend in Hollywood. He said, good for you. Good for you. Yo, I swear to God, I flinched up because I was smoking that night too. I started hmm. to punch that in the face and run and take the beat down for security. <laughs> yeah. Yo, yeah, I started a... to do it. That's a great story. Put his ass in the face and just and just take the beat down for security. And as soon as I flinched up, something said, "Blaze, don't do it." So I just put my hands down. I turned around and said, <laughs> "I walked away." You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Uh, so you know how much attention that would have caused the flavor flavor with a punch Donald Trump in the face. Front page wow. news. Yeah. Now I would have been I would have been more famous to this day. Doug says, "Yo, your ass would still be locked up right now." I said, "No, I wouldn't. I would have been out of jail by now, man." 
Yeah. They may even beat me down. They may even beat me up for doing it, but I would have got out of jail. Right. I would have got out. In the sports talk radio justice world, mediocre quarterback play and porous tackling are considered especially heinous. On the Lance J Show, the dedicated detectives who investigate these vicious felonies are members of an elite squad at Paragon 7 Studios. These are the stories. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set up and let these gentlemen sing. What they well, do. Well, thanks for letting us do this. I oh man, I'm honored. Uh, I'm honored. Um, so this song, this song is called "Over the Wire," right. and uh, the the premise behind it is, uh, you know, there's this old tradition in the military: you tie your boot when you get get out or you retire, you tie your bootlaces together and you go in front of your command post and throw them up over the wire, and that signifies that hey, I'm done. I'm okay, out, you know. And uh, so since I, I thought was, that see, I thought see in the in the in the hood community, throwing <laughs> laces over the wire actually means that you can buy drugs here. So <laughs> okay. things are so different in different communities. Yeah. Like you go into certain communities, you see like shoelaces on wires. It's like oh, this is where I can cop, uh, you know, two five know. or something like good that. So, um, but uh, so since I was retiring, and you know, my son was joining at the same time, it was mm-hmm. you know signifying I'm getting out, but he's also going to have to deploy and go to harm's way and. Uh, and just to kind of put that into perspective, uh, about a year and a half ago, maybe two, I think maybe two years ago now, but he returned from the exact same place I was in Iraq okay. in 2005 All right. uh, when he was 10 years old. Mm. Um, so it really, you know, for me, that really kind of hit home. Full circle, yeah. Yeah, full circle, absolutely. So, uh, so yeah, you know, I got to sit down with Travis and Mark, and, and you know, and Travis just starts, he just starts talking, and I'm just, it was amazing. So. Mm. Uh, I'll try to do this justice here, but this is called Over the Wire. Last time I wore that uniform, I was standing with my son. What scared me the most is he'd see and do all I'd seen him do. I couldn't say a word as we stood there on sacred ground. He looked at me and said, Dad, don't worry. It's my turn now. Mm. This name I'm passing down. This flame, it won't go out. One pair of boots will face the fire. The other pair is going over the wire. The hardest lesson I've ever had to learn was all about letting go. And I don't care how strong you think you are, there's things you can't control. And I can't live his life for him, but it helped me understand. The day I looked into his eyes and saw my boy become a man. This name I'm passing down. This flame, it won't go out. One pair of boots will face the fire. The other pair is going over the wire. Yeah, my old pair is going over the wire. 
to the Lance J Radio Network. AEP annual enrollment programs are launching in just a few months, and this is the perfect time to shop for the best insurance options for you and your loved ones. Learn more about individual and group insurance benefits with Engage It Health. Their diverse portfolio includes accident expense, specified disease plans, life insurance, and PPO plans. Engage It Health's licensed benefit advisors are just a phone call away to bring you optimal service in selecting affordable and unique benefit packages that meet your health care needs. Call Engage in Health today at 832-219-5829. That's 832-219-5829 and tell them that Lance J sent you.